HR After Hours. Well, all right. Welcome <laughs> to the latest installment of HR After Hours podcast. We are the only HR podcast that cares enough to remind you that only you can prevent forest fires. Hannah Hampton, <laughs> how the hell are you today? I'm good. I feel like it's going to be bad because I was laughing already at the beginning when you were just saying hello. So my apologies. It's probably going to be bad. I'll be laughing the whole time. <laughs> I love giggly Hannah Hampton. Absolutely. That is great. We've talked about, we did a little pre-show warm up, and I wish I would have recorded it because you would, the listeners would have such an insight on how stupid I am. You and I have discussed uh, in our personal lives lately, or when we're not recording, I should say, this year just isn't going to stop. It just keeps getting weirder. We're tired of people doing dumb mm-hmm. stuff, et cetera. It's been stressful. We're going to have some fun here. Yeah. We're talk a little bit about team engagement, but I think right now team engagement is really important as well, just to kind of keep people from getting stressed out and tired, going yeah. into the holiday seasons, knowing that travel's not looking like it's a, it looks like a bad idea to me as far as holiday travel. I think it was Southwest Airlines announced that they're going to, uh, discontinue their closing the middle sea policy in November, which uh, hopefully they'll change their minds because as we're seeing the, the COVID stats are getting ugly. But let's make this a fun, happy episode instead of talking about all the boneheads, things like throwing big homecomings for their kids or what, you know, whatever. But you did something uh, recently as a team exercise that I just love, and you did it for Halloween, but it's not Halloween exclusive, so I am obviously a little wired here. My coffee's kicked in. I'm going (laughs) to hand it over to you. Tell us about your fun uh, recent team-building activity. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was, um, you know, as as a reminder to everyone, I work for a really small company, and we're still remote right now, as many, you know, many tech companies are at this point in the pandemic. I wear many hats. I'm part of the team that plans and, and runs any type of social events for the company. And that's an important part of our culture is, is getting collaborating and being together and just team building is just, it's in our DNA. So I was, I've been doing activities since March, since we went remote. And I was trying to think of something a little bit different to get different people involved, because obviously there's different people in different uh, points in their lives. And we have a handful of folks in our company who are parents to uh, children who are, you know, in, in age ranges of like two all the way up to like 12. So I was trying to figure out a way that we could do in an event where we could also include people's kids, because I know, you know, if they're remote schooling, they probably getting a little bored. So I went online and I found a small bakery, a small company that puts together sugar cookie kits. They, they send the cookies and they send containers, uh, or, you know, containers of frosting that are in the, the bags where you can decorate the cookies and then some sprinkles and other fun stuff. What we did was a virtual happy hour where we decorated Halloween cookies together. And it was so much fun. The kids had a blast because there was a lot of kids. Yeah, we had a lot of kids on. And I decided, you know, I knew that while these cookie kits were amazing and the the baker that I found and they were they were packaged beautifully. I mean, it was just 
such a great experience start to finish. They shipped quickly. The cookie part is what everyone was really excited about. I wanted to enrich it and make it a little bit more fun and interactive. So I found a bunch of uh, jokes, Halloween jokes online that were obviously kid appropriate. And I found some Halloween poems. So what we did was we had everyone and, and, and it wasn't just people with kids. We had all team members who decorated their own cookies or had their kids do it. But we got onto a, a, a we did a Google Meet, because that's one of the tools that we use. And we all got together and we had our kits and we were decorating cookies and we were showing them off on the screens and we were telling jokes. And it was so cute because then the kids got excited and they started telling jokes and started yeah. telling Halloween like tales. They talked about their favorite, their favorite costumes and their favorite candies and basically turned it into a little mini Halloween party with kids involved and it was super fun because the cookies were really delicious and we were cracking up because everyone got six cookies and there was one employee and he's like yeah I've eaten five of them during the hour that we were you know we were together and you know the kids were piping the frosting directly into their mouths because the the company sent a ton like there was so much extra frosting so and at one point I think this is my favorite story so I, I told the joke, I'm like, what is a monster's favorite dessert? And it's I scream, get it? I scream. And I had told the kids earlier to go ahead and pipe the, the frosting directly into their mouths. And then once I said ice cream, I said, okay, kids, on the count of three, I want everyone to scream really loud. And then I got an instant, like a Slack message from somebody saying, are you really this evil? <laughs> <laughs> they're like you pipe you're piping we're, they're pumping our kids full of sugar and then just telling them to scream and i said that's that's why i'm the favorite aunt <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i mean in this day and age i was i was like oh i hope you didn't get any flack from any parents who don't do sugar right. or just thought you were evil for doing sugar and i and i'm with you you, you get to be the favorite aunt that yes. way so i'm the same way i'm like you know, kid, here's a Mountain Dew and a sugar cookie. <laughs> oh, time to go home and see mom and dad. I love it. But you didn't get any slack for the sugar or the screaming. Yeah, but here's, this is the funny part. And I think HR, all HR professionals will agree. So we, all of our happy hours are tacked on. They're at the end of, of monthly company meetings where we connect, talk about what's going on. Like we are all about communicating. And I ha was talking about our upcoming open enrollment. And one of the things that we're really proud of is we have an, we have an amazing uh, medical, we have an amazing healthcare package, but our medical plan is grandfathered in. So we have things that you just don't see anymore. And, you know, we're going to hold on tight to it. But we, we were talking about just our great plan. And people were joking. They're like, man, you're going to give us all diabetes from these sugar cookies. I said, well, I told you about our great medical plan. <laughs> so I mean, of course, like I just, it's, uh, there's diabetes is not a laughing matter, but there were, you know, there, there were jokes about that, but I feel like for the most part, I got a lot of really nice responses saying, Hey, my kids loved it. And certainly I feel like it's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't recommend eating sugar cookies on a daily basis, but certainly for special occasions and, you know, of course you parent how you want to parent. And I think, you know, some parents weren't allowing the frosting directly into mouth where others took pictures of their kids doing that and shared them with the rest of the group. So I think it's to each their own, but it was just a, a little fun way to get people involved who, you know, maybe the happy hours are a little too adult where kids can't join or they do want something where their kids can be a part of it. And 
that's how you get to know your coworkers. And it was really fun to see their kids on the screen and saying hi to everybody and just getting to put some faces to names that you hear about in a regular basis. So I, if you can do something like this, I highly recommend it. I think it's, it was a fun it was a fun change of pace, and certainly we, we do some family events every now and again, and so it was a fun way for us to all gather as a family and do something fun together. If your company culture is a little different, not quite as kid-friendly or whatever, there's some things you can do to kind of mix it up. Like, yeah, I would send all of the single people a uh, small flask of fireball and (laughs) every time a kid either got icing on themselves or you said the word cookie during the instructions you have to take a swig i'm sure there are quite (laughs) a few uh ways we could turn hannah hampton at work or especially on google meet into a drinking game i think there's definitely (laughs) things that could happen make it enjoyable so i love it The reason, and I know it's so close to Halloween now that we're recording this, but I mean, this is obviously something that could be done for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Free Cookie Friday, right? I mean, mean, you can just have cookies that are animals or I don't know, just any, it it, it could be anything, but I know that this specific company that I used was, um, you know, they have holiday specifics because I know they've got some Thanksgiving ones that look cute and they had Easter ones and St. Patrick's Day one. So I feel like if you want to tack this onto a holiday event, you can easily do that or maybe just send ones that are circle shaped and ask people to make emojis, you know, like the, the emoji faces. You can turn it into an any time event versus holiday event. I like it. I like it a lot. I recently discovered a new way of relaxing because I do mm. think we're all getting stressed out and we've got to find more things that can be done at home people to uh, stop themselves from getting antsy and going out when they don't need to. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to find things to keep ourselves occupied and busy. I, I- just think- Squeezing frosting directly into your face is pretty uh, pretty stress uh, relieving. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, we all cope on. the way we do there, Hannah. <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> I found something that I am uh, really interested in, and, and and I don't know how I can get someone to buy this for me for a holiday gift or whatever it is. But this is an article that uh, I came across. And it was one of my weekly newsletters. I think mm-hmm. this one was actually off of uh, Elevator. But this article is called The Dudes Finding Zen in Cannabonsai. <laughs> Tiny Bonsai Cannabis Trees. So this is, you know, reaching nirvana in the bonsai garden is about okay. to be the next big quarantine hobby. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And I will absolutely get the link and make sure we give the full credit to this article on the site. But Patrick uh, Kilcoin first figured out how to grow weed in small spaces back in college. Um, (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did, right? We all did. (laughs) A snowboarding accident had left him with plenty of free time and in considerable pain which he didn't want to treat with pharmaceuticals. Well, no, of course he wouldn't. And so the 32-year-old attempted to simultaneously fill his day and ease his agony by learning to grow weed 
in a stealth grow box. Uh, the size limitations of the box forced him to learn to grow in a small pot while st- still keeping the plant happy. So Can we he- call it a ganjai plant? Ganjai, there you go. <laughs> but so what's really interesting is she starts out learning, you know, he learns how to grow weed. And I think at least 20% of us out there at some point have taken a couple pot seeds and throw them in the backyard <laughs> just in case something grows. Well, you know, in our younger days, in our oh, younger well, days, before sure. we knew that you could identify mm. the female and the male seed and plant them together to make sure you got mm. some uh, mysteriously <laughs> growing items in your backyard garden. Uh, and of course, I'm, I, I know a guy or a girl who's done that. So but with some blue gorilla auto flower seeds on hand, he decided mm-hmm. to create a bonsai tree for marijuana. And there's a community for this now. Some of them call it Cannabonsai or my favorite, Bongsai. Bongsai. Uh, okay, we'll go with that. I like it. So basically, it's like, hey, if you're going to grow a little, you grow this cannabis in a small uh, flower or a small pot, which is going to limit its growth. And then that's how you can get the type of plant that can be trimmed like a bonsai tree. I don't know if you've ever trimmed a bonsai tree or used the the Zen gardens that are sand and rock, but it, it really works. I mean, it is very it is thera- relaxing. Yeah. You know, so of course it would be more therapeutic and relaxing if it was a can of bonsai. <laughs> but there is a book oh, you can I'm get sorry. if your state is not one of the very few states that allows you to legally grow cannabis at home. You probably shouldn't do this. Yeah, we don't recommend doing anything illegal. At no time do we ever endorse illegal activities, unless they're stupid, like not allowing you to grow cannabis at home for a bonsai tree. Um, (laughs) But But anyway, there's a book out there. I'm going to get a link to this because I just thought to myself, man, this guy's a friggin' genius, you know? Here, here we are yeah. slaving hours away to do our podcast as our little side hustle and all this. And this guy takes his, and of course it was a snowboarding accident. He takes <laughs> his time on his I told you I was going to be giggling today. I'm so sorry. That makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like I'm funnier than I am. But, <laughs> but in all seriousness, it sounds like Hannah Hampton has a can of bonsai tree going on at home right now. <laughs> And maybe it was after a failed attempt where they smoked the loser. But anyway, there's actually, you can find this on YouTube as well. How to grow an autoflower can of bonsai. Zen can of bonsai. Episode 7 is the one that shares that. We'll have all the links on our page. But by golly, I think, Hannah, you and I should get together. We'll do the can of bonsai on Thursday. Okay. And then Friday, make some fucking cookies and eat the shit well, out of them. What do you say? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Well, there you go. That's it, guys. Hannah Hampton and Mick Danzig here just trying to make work a little easier, do some t- team building, and uh, make sure that you uh, don't get too stressed. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I have a suggestion. Uh, we should rename our podcast to HR Buds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Have a successful day. Bye. Bye.